Sometimes, when I play guitar, I can see the future. What the? Eight billion people on earth, silent murderers, non-profits, preachers in church, crooks and burglars, Hollywood, corporate and school, teacher philosophies. What's up, everybody? This is Zach with the Jam Space Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. My guest today is Ryan Garney from High Desert Queen out of Austin, Texas. These guys put out an album called Secrets of the Black Moon on Ripple Music last year. And they have done a lot of cool things in a very short amount of time. Uh, he just got back from Europe. I caught him on an off day. And let's get into the episode. He has a lot of cool things to talk about. Uh, right before we go into it, though, I want you guys to know that we did an episode previous to this one where Ryan was really talking about all the plans that he had for the next year. And then if you listen to that one and then come back to this one, you will see that he really made a lot of these things happen that he had laid out a year before. And that's that's very powerful, and I'm glad to have him on the show, man. I love love ryan love high desert queen and uh love you guys for listening man thank you very much this is ryan garney with high desert queen what's going on man what is up brother how you doing i'm good man live and well that's awesome man same to you brother same to you i don't think i've seen you since talked to you since march i know right uh i was just listening back to our uh to our first podcast together man and, oh man it's been a minute uh, it, it has dude uh last time that we talked uh you guys hadn't even released your album yet <laughs> yeah and i guess we had it but it took forever to come out but yeah it's Oop. out now so that's cool so what was the biggest hold up on getting that album out was it the um just the just the vinyl the vinyl backup yeah all right. We didn't want to release it. We didn't want to release it until the vinyl was out, but so, then we just went ahead and did it anyway because the vinyl didn't come out until March. <laughs> so since yeah. that album has dropped, man, you guys have kind of been on a wild ride, dude. Yeah, we have, man. It's, it's like my first day where I sat down and was like, "Hey, man, I kind of got nothing to do." To, I mean, I had stuff for Ripple Fest to do, but it was a very chill day for the most part, so it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. So let's yeah, it's been a good run. Let's get into it a little bit, man. I mean, how does let's it do feel it. to have? How does it feel to have um, such a nice package with your vinyl and everything, and to have that released on uh, something as prestigious as Ripple Music and under um, Blasco's part of that, which is you know, uh, Rob Blasco's been with Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, and then Black Label Society for fucking for a long time, dude. So to have that yeah, guy, he, to have him in your corner, I mean, that's that's invaluable. Uh, he's, a, he's a he's a legend, and it's it's definitely a freaking honor to be involved with both Ripple and Blasco, and Blasco being the guy that signed us, and, you know, found our single and then signed us. Uh, it was awesome, and then to have all that us work on it, he, he and I. You know, Blasco and the band worked on it. You know, specifically the the layout for the record and the, the vinyl variations and the and the artwork and it, to see it all come together. You know, you know, it took a long time, but that's out of anybody's hands. Um, it 
it's it's awesome man it's it's awesome to finally have that in hand like hey this is this is the product we all work very hard to get done and, and it, it's nice to have it done so you get that um this was um well first of all you got ripple fest going on right. uh you guys are brand new to the label and you're already setting up this huge festival for texas yeah uh, and, that, <laughs> and that one and that one last year just kind of happened you know it was just kind of like one of those perfect storms of like there's a couple bands like us and hold the trio and a couple bands that got signed out of Austin to ripple and both and both happened to be with Blasco. And we were like, well, man, we should do some kind of show. And like, cool. Well, let's just, let's do it. And, and it's funny to call Todd to try to get permission. Uh, Hey, can we, can we do this? He's like, well, uh, yeah, of course you can do this. In fact, he, and he let us know that every ripple fest had always been kind of like band run. And then we just, kind of took it and ran with it and it, it it got bigger than we expected and of course this year i went all in so <laughs> it's gonna be a big one yeah you can tell and i, I want to get to that a little bit later but cool. uh, so ripple fest was a huge success a huge success the first one last mm-hmm. year um yeah, was i was fun. there i had a hell of a time dude i, had, I remember man i remember partying with you it was fun i had such a blast out there brother and then, uh, and then got to catch up with you again at Psycho Fest. That was fun too, man. Yeah, man. A lot of good people at Psycho Fest last year too, and and that's that's kind of ironic because I think the next time I saw you was in March when we were on the road with Sasquatch, mm-hmm. and that was all because I went to one of the main reasons is I went to Ripple. Um, sorry, to Psycho that year, and I saw the Sasquatch guys, and you know I'm just I was, I'm a huge fan, and I went up to go say hi. Uh, like introduced myself and uh, cast the bass player was like, Hey, you're the mountain. And I didn't know what he was talking about at all at first. And then I realized, Oh, that I play the character, the mountain in our music video, Mount first quake. And it was like, it freaked me out that I'm like, here's, you know, a band. These guys are like my heroes and they recognize me. And it was like the coolest thing ever. And, uh, and then I make an empty gesture. No way they're ever going to say yes. I go, Hey man, we should tour sometime. And they're like, yeah, cool never think i hear from him again and then he like i don't know two three months later he calls me up say man so what how's march looking and i was like oh this is really gonna happen <laughs> wow so man. it's kind of cool man it's kind of just kind of keeps happening that's amazing that that it happened for you that way man yeah i yeah. had some serendipitous stuff happen for me too as well i mean i was hanging with you and psych at psycho fest and then yeah. uh and then uh, uh the month before you guys came up here we had this big Planet Mammoth thing, and this band here, Old Fashioned Assassin. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, they released a record with um, Gloria Death Records, and then as soon as they did that, their singer quit, and they were already um, booked up for this Planet Mammoth shit. So I was like, yeah. oh, then that was kind of their um, record release party. And yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. Damn, man, these guys just did a whole lot of work, and, and we were kind of talking it's about crumbling. it. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I'll jump in for you guys, man, just to play this one show. and. And then um, Evan from Psycho Fest just happened to be there. And then so oh, I, th- there was kind of whispers. The beauty of it all, man. I love it. Yeah, there was whispers around that we were going to be playing it. And I was like, yeah, well, I'll see it. I'll believe it when I see it, you know? Right, and, right. And then once you get the contracts, it's like, holy shit. So now we're playing uh, Psycho this year, man. Yeah, just, which is so awesome. And, then, and I love that when it hits you like you realize it's actually real. Yeah. And, it, and it's just a matter of circumstance. And I'm, I'm guessing, man. That's how these things happen because, I mean, things things keep happening for us that way, and there's really no rhyme or reason. You know, we just, you know, we like to keep pushing, and you know, we we, we like to work hard, but 
you know, like running the Sasquatch was just, was just luck, you know? And then same with you, just the guy happened to be there and, he, and you guys tore it up and he got noticed and there you go. That's how it's, it's beautiful, man. I love it. It's I love really, how the world works sometimes. There really is some truth to being in the right place at the right time, you know? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. That's awesome. Is that how a lot of things have been unfolding for you guys like that, man? Because I've seen, uh, well, you, you've had a lot of preparation into it. Let's talk about your video real quick, uh, Mountain versus the Quake. Uh, yeah, man. Fucking killer video. It looks like a ton. <laughs> it looked like a ton of fun to make, man. It was a blast to make, uh, and that was the idea. We wanted, we wanted a music video that wasn't just a standard, you know, band plays in a warehouse, you know, or or whatever else. There's nothing wrong with any of that. Which is like, this is our first music video. And we wanted to have something that, you know, kind of like we take the music very seriously, but we wanted to let people know that, you know, no matter how much we take the music seriously, like we we like to have fun and and don't take life so seriously, you know. And right. And uh, so I I uh, storyboarded that. Actually, we had about three other music video ideas that we were all going to do, and we had to put them all in the back burner because of time just we ran out of time and a lot of things and and budget constraints and then we're just like so when we're like well we've got this weekend picked out so what are we gonna do and i threw that together in about like an hour we had an idea and just kind of ran with it and i called this guy casey out of who lives in austin he and i have worked on a couple um production sets before uh, uh some things i've written that he's helped film and stuff back in the day we were trying to do like trying to make tv shows and movies and he's a super creative guy and he came out and uh we lit, we nailed it in a day man and it was just an absolute blast to make we wanted basically the idea was to have something like uh office space meets fight club meets uh total campy b movie yeah and and i think we did it so that was that was cool <laughs> I loved it, dude. It was amazing. It looked like you guys had a lot of fun. And I remember when it dropped, um, and you guys were talking about it for a while, and then when it finally dropped and I watched it, and I was just like, <laughs> I was like, this is the fun. This is pretty funny, man. Yeah, we have, there's blood everywhere. Yeah. And we have people losing eyes. We had, I, lost, I lost a hand. Right, right, all, yeah. I wasn't expecting all that shit, bro. It fucking yeah. had me cracking up, dude. It's a great video, yeah. man. Yeah, thanks, man. It was a lot of fun to make. And we've got several more in the works that we are working on. We've kind of been uh, – had to put a couple things in the back burner because we would, just went on tour and whatnot. But but we were hoping to get back and doing some more uh, here pretty soon because we've got a lot of cool ideas that we want to have a lot of fun with. That's great. And living in Austin, I'm sure you have access to all kinds of very creative people when it comes to uh, videos and that kind of stuff. We, we do, but really, man, it only takes – one to get the vision and right now we've got a guy casey who uh casey coker man he's awesome and uh, he's out of austin and he shot he just, the holy dead trio video right he did he's i've been telling you guys is super talented but he also understands like when i'm talking to him on the phone about how i want something like so bad it's good mm-hmm. you know like he, he's he's he gets it he he's worked on like you know terrible horror b movies but intentionally bad you know that's what they were going for and so he he gets it's just you know like trying to make a cult kind of movie and it's so it's cool it's good to have a guy like that and 
you know, and in your back pocket whenever we're ready to shoot a music video. He he's the best man. Yeah, I've chatted with him a little bit, man. I'd like to have him on the podcast. That'd be cool, dude. I, yeah, I could set that up. He's a good guy. He'd love to do it, probably. Hell yeah! So you guys release these videos. All right, so your album. Before your mm-hmm. album comes out, you already got two videos for um, mm-hmm. Mountain versus the Quake and then Did She. The mm-hmm. album comes out. Are you already touring with Sasquatch by the time the album is? Uh... Yes, the the album was out, and we and because the album came out in October of last year, we had all the videos going up to it, and then the album came out, and uh, you know, to to our surprise, you know, to, it was cool to see that it was doing very well and uh getting a lot of good reviews and having todd hit you know like all the people at ripple you know sending us links to like magazine articles that are writing about him like that's so it was just so it's, surreal you know like yeah don't, man so don't cool. even know you don't even know what's happening right and then uh yeah and then it wasn't until because we went on the road with sask now we started booking it shortly after so because uh you know i saw them when i ran into them in august right and then so it came out in october uh, they heard the album and then they actually followed up on what they said and called me up and we 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 set up that that West Coast run together, which was an absolute blast because that was our first High Desert Queen tour and it was there was not a better tour partner than Sasquatch because a they're total pros so yeah. we learned a lot just watching those guys go about their business and you know seeing how they treat everybody and and you know. Uh, how they get to places on time like they're supposed to and it's just you know everything you would like this is this is, this is perfect and they're um hilarious and amazing dudes and so we just had an absolute blast hanging with them the entire time so it was perfect we're actually all planning on doing that again we just we're gonna they, they got a huge huge run with hippie death cult coming up and then they're gonna go overseas or whatnot else but we're gonna we're gonna set up another tour with those with those guys for sure they're not from texas are they no, nah, they're from. Well, it's funny because they they claim L.A. Right. Uh, there's only one guy living in L.A. The other guys, like Cass, the bass player, is in L.A. The singer, uh, Keith's in Philadelphia, hmm. and and uh, the drummer, um, Riggs, is in Boston. So they're all over, man. They're yeah, yeah. Over, oh, which is dude. also cool to hear. Like, to, like just talking and picking their brains about how they how they get that done. You know, right. it's kind of it's kind of cool to learn from. That's very cool, man. Uh, and yeah, everything you just said sounds amazing to be able to watch those guys and learn like that. I love Sasquatch. Um, Dude, amazing band, but like I'm telling you, they're just amazing human beings too. Super cool. Uh, uh, playing with you guys in Tempe was awesome. I love that yeah, video that you posted of uh, of Tempe, man, when everybody's fucking making a lot of noise for you guys, dude. Dude, well, that, okay, so... That run we did with Sasquatch was 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 a blast. Every show did very well. We were very fortunate. I mean, we're playing with Sasquatch Legends, so we're we're just riding their coattails. It's great, but but like we all circled that show in Tempe because when we when in retrospect we're like, dude, that was that was the show because it was a Monday night. We didn't expect anything out of it, you know. We figured ah Monday, you know, Mondays are hit or miss. You just never know. And for us, like I don't know how to put this any other way that as a band. Hydra's a queen. We were like, okay, I think Hydra's a queen just arrived because this was the. It was different for us. It was the first time we'd experienced like it was super packed and people just were like really vibing hard. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always like a, that group of people that vibed. You know, whatever at all our shows, but like the whole room was just vibing, and we had an absolute blast. And we did some things we'd never done. We were just grooving off the off the crowd, and 
those became like what those things those things we did became what we do now oh yeah and, nice that's cool yeah. bro yeah oh, Temp, yeah. tempe tempe did it to us man it was awesome so we we, we know we got to make another trip to tempe absolutely dude and uh i'd love to see you with sasquatch again that would be great Oh, absolutely that yeah. would be awesome we would like that to happen too okay and then so that run ended in march yep so we that was basically through we did two weeks or so in march and um and then we were doing we had we came home and did an album release party finally because uh the album was supposed the vinyl were supposed to be given to us well, it was supposed to be in October, but kept getting pushed back, pushed back. And then they were like, yeah, I think we'll get it to you right before that Sasquatch run, which would be great. We could sell them on the road, but it didn't make it. In fact, they got they got delivered like while we were on the road with Sasquatch. So so we came home, we put together a couple of, we put together like an album release party and, and we then we, we pushed it till May. Like we waited, you know, we don't, we're kind of big on not oversaturating ourselves. That yeah. makes sense. Like, I don't want to play Austin, you know, like every other week or something, you know, because uh, to me it makes it like, well, I may not go see him tonight because I can just go catch him next time. I kind of want to make it a thing where we're playing, you know, people hopefully will come out and, and check us out. For sure. And so so we waited until May after we were kind of coming off that the little bit of buzz we had going with the Sasquatch run. And we did it as a tour kickoff. Uh, for our first uh, overseas tour, and so the album release parties did really. We did one in Austin and one in Houston, and it was it was a blast. Really, really cool. And so those, we, we did it with our boys Foster Mother, of course, because those are just such good dudes and a really good band. And so we we played with those guys, and we did another one. The other one was with uh, that was in Houston, and then in Austin we did one with um, Bridge Farmers and Tia Carrera. And if you don't know those guys, you should. They're awesome. Oh no, Bridge Farmers are excellent. Oh, heavy. Love them. I love them. So then so. Um, you're getting off the tour. You got your uh, record release show in Austin, and then boom, you're in fucking yep. Europe, bro. Yeah, dude, <laughs> that was a trip. Holy shit, man. <laughs> yeah, that was that was awesome. And it just, it's really strange how it all came together. Like it's like, like we talked about like earlier, like it just, it's the serendipitous. Things just kind of happen, you know, and. And I'm one thing I have to say is I'm not I'm not afraid to get told no, and so I will ask for anything, you know. And just by pure chance, I asked this guy, who's a promoter out in Europe. I was like, "Hey, man, we'd like to do a show." I see, you, you know, I, I reach out to a hundred people, and I don't I don't hear back from a lot of them, right? But it only takes one guy, and he gets back to me and was like, "Yeah, uh, man, I really like y'all's stuff." Um, I do this music festival called Red Crest Music Festival in, in Edinburgh, Scotland, and uh, would love to have you guys come be, and I'll, I'll bill you as the your only band from the states. And so we're like, man, that sounds awesome. Wow. And we just and so we just kind of like, all right, so now we have a date, right? Now we've got a show. And then I started finding ways to do shows around that, and uh, didn't know it ended up being a three and a half, almost you know, month run, and but. It just, it just happened that way. So, so you booked the, that one yourself as well? Yeah, it was all DIY, man. We just we did it ourselves. I mean, we had some help in Germany. Yeah. Uh, but at that point, it was like, it, it, what I've learned is when, when I was booking, so we already had that show in Edinburgh, Scotland. And so then all of a sudden, I'm able to say, hey, we're going to be over there. So we're a band from Texas. 
you, you're not going to have to pay for us to fly over because we're, that's already getting, that's already happening. We're already going to be there. Yeah. And, and then I got some good help from uh, good. See another connection I made in, in at psycho Las Vegas, um, Phil Hay from Cyclona, an amazing band. Mm-hmm. He and I hit it off because everyone was, everyone were joking that we looked just like each other. So we kind of hit it off, became good buds. <laughs> and then, cause, I, cause there was three times, by the way, there's three times after Cyclone had played, I had people come up to me and go, man, you guys tore it up. <laughs> <laughs> and so finally I just started saying, thanks, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. But uh, anyway, so I hit him up cause he's, he lives in the UK. You know, their band's out of the UK and then he booked us a show in his hometown. We were supposed to do a run with them. We we're going to do a run with them. It ended up not working out cause they had, they got asked to do uh, like Freak Valley Festival. They got asked to do another festival in London, and so they they had radius clauses, and so they had to like you know kind of they back out. But he helped us put these shows together, right? Like gave me gave me contacts, and I made all these calls, got got some shows booked, and then by that point, I was like, well shit, let's get over to let's get over to Europe. We're in UK. Let's get to let's get to Belgium. Let's get let's get overseas. You know, it's even further. And um, got us a show booked in Belgium because we play with some Ripple family and uh, and Fire down below and Cities of Mars, which is a great show we had. And then I was able to find this promoter in Germany. And, and like I said, after you say, well, we're already doing these eight dates in in UK and we're going to be in Germany. And we'd like to have, you know, from this date to this date. And the guy helped us put it together and just and then. And at the very end, we got hit up by somebody who wanted to put us on a show with the Static Vision and Mondo Generator uh, in Netherlands. So we were like, "Yep." So we booked it to the Netherlands, Fucking played the last a, show man. there, and then came home. It was just, it was a trip, man. It was awesome. It was That's so amazing. much fun. No, dude, the whole story is just fucking amazing. So yeah, because you, the whole time I'm sitting there going, "Like, man, we're doing this. I don't, I don't know how." Like, I'm every time I'm driving another city we're about to go play i'm like dude we're in freaking germany how is this happening and everybody in the uh, band was ready for it huh yeah and what's so crazy is you know everybody like sasquatch told us right away like man you're gonna love going to play overseas because they just love heavy rock you know hard rock metal and stoner and all that they love it and you guys do all of that you're gonna love they're gonna love you i'm like cool man you hear that and you're like that's awesome you get excited but words do not do it justice uh, they go fanatical over there. Wow. So, and it helped, for example, that festival we played was our second show and Conan was on the bill and like some big, really big bands. Right. But we were the only band from the States and people didn't know who we were. Some people knew who we were, but for the majority, they just knew we were from Texas. So they came to check us out and it was 500 people shoulder to shoulder going nuts throwing mosh pits out when there's some death metal bands on this bill and we're not the heaviest band, but people are going crazy just because we're a little bit different. And it, it was a trip, man. It was awesome. And, uh, we were laughing about how, like, you know, I, I didn't know how much merch to take over there. We bought like a hundred shirts to get printed over there. And ripple was awesome. Ripple sent us like the rest of the vinyl that the European stores had. They sent it to us, you know, we picked them up. We were there by the third show. We were sold out of all our vinyl, all our CDs, all, uh, by like the fifth show, all hundred shirts were gone. I just couldn't, I couldn't fathom it because we don't sell like that over here. <laughs> we don't sell that much. We sell merch, but not like that. That's amazing. Yeah. So I'm telling you, uh, is it almost a, like some, you almost don't want to sell all your vinyl, right? Because it takes so no. long to fucking re up. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, but we felt bad. We're like, because we sold, we didn't. They, 
the because uh, we went to you know UK and then you know up in Scotland went to the state of the UK then we went to Belgium Germany and Netherlands well none of our vinyl or CDs even made it out of the UK like I felt bad we had a lot of people in Germany who already tell us like hey we're looking forward to your show yeah. save us a vinyl <laughs> well, wow so, sorry That's crazy, dude it's man. gone it's gone which That's... is a good problem to have we're like well we sold it that's awesome just sucks that we didn't have enough more for for more people mm-hmm. but i it worked out like we, isn't it we cool not only that you uh, are on on the ripple family but there's something to texas you know when they say this is a texas band man stone yeah. rock from texas they don't even have to say us they just say texas you know what I mean? yeah and but, i can't quite put my finger on it but there is something about it yeah As a matter of fact it, so we did t- we, we did two shirt designs right uh-huh. and one shirt design uh we it was actually phil from cyclone i was like man you should so i was giving him i was sending him ideas what do you think you you from over there whatever you like and we sent one idea that said it, it had like this big like uh monster truck like uh it was a old vw van right just been jacked up and everything and it's just high school but it says texas desert rock and he's like, oh yeah, 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 you want that? And sure enough, those sold like crazy just because it said Texas on it, man. Yeah, like, I'm telling you, there's something about it. It's wild. I'm a Texas. bit envious because I am uh, indeed a Texan, but <laughs> I yeah, gotta yeah, say yeah, we're I, from I, know, Fe- I, I gotta say we're from Phoenix. I don't think it hits as well, man. Yeah, yeah. but well, some, there's something about Texas because yeah. you know I learned this: the Texas, the state, the shape of Texas is like the second most recognizable thing like in the world. Everyone knows. There's people in third world countries that can see the state of Texas and know it's Texas. That's amazing. I didn't know that. So it's pretty cool. That's very cool, man. And fucking yeah. makes me uh I'm proud for you guys, dude. And that's yeah, was, that's it awesome. Was, it was, it was so cool. is that your very first time to be over there in Europe? I I I had I vacationed there before, but yeah. never played. And gotcha. our drummer had he had played over there in in, in a couple other like uh, as a hired gun drummer for some other projects and so he he knew it was legit but you know he he was even playing like americana and one was like kind of a like a rock and uh, like a southern rock kind of band uh so when we went over there playing this stuff he was like holy shit people people love it over there man they like it a little bit heavier they love it that's great so man. we were a couple times we're on the road we're like do we even are we even going to want to play in the states again <laughs> this is awesome this is awesome yeah, but, uh, yeah, we de- we definitely do, but we we see what all the uh, we see what all the talks about. Like we we found out firsthand. No doubt, man. I mean, I think that is like uh, one of the fucking pinnacle goals for a lot of bands. I mean, for us, that's that's one of our main goals is if we could get over there and do some do some stuff and be successful at it. That's that's pretty huge, you know. Yeah, man. It's it's. I highly, I highly recommend it to and, develop uh, those relationships over there. You know, yeah, it's it's doable. That's the thing too, because we were very, like I said, we were, we were fortunate to have done well over there, and so all, like everybody we played, they want us to come back, and so mm-hmm. now we just grow the family more. You know, when we go back, so, so it's kind of, it's kind of cool, man. It's it's uh, it's fun to see how it works. Like, so, I'm, we're all just learning this as we go, man. I, we have, I have everyone's like, well, how y'all doing? This? I I don't know, man. I'm just. I'm riding it until someone tells me I don't want to hear y'all anymore. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so just gonna uh, so keep gonna keep grinding. For for a band that has done so much in a very short amount of time, I mean, well, you guys have been how long since you guys have been officially out on the on the on the scene? Uh, well, see, ironic. So the band, the guitar player and I, Rusty and I, were in 
kind of I started Heiser Queen with some other people, and and it didn't really it wasn't really gelling, and I was actually about to they call it like this isn't, this isn't working hmm. and then um rust we was like hey let's try to get another guitar player and rusty came in and he and i hit it off right away i was like oh man this guy's good and i i really gelled what he's doing and then this is probably three years ago probably and then um and then i moved and i was like then i took a job i moved from i was, I was living in houston at the time and then I moved, and so I was like, man, uh, so I pulled him aside, like, hey, man, I want to make this, I think we should keep this going. Like, I don't know how we're going to do it, but we're going we're gonna to figure it out. And so the first album, the one that we're, we're touring on now, he and I basically wrote, like, sending riffs digitally back and forth to each other. And I would put a vocal melody on it, send it back, and we kind of just go back and forth. And then and then we pieced it all together, and then we, we basically hired uh, Phil, who's a studio drummer, to come in we had a buddy of mine uh play bass on it and so that was probably but so it's probably a f- when we've played our f- and then COVID happened right so i think our first live show as like you know playing stuff from the album was probably probably november of 2020 and i gotta tell right? you and just when you popped onto my radar, when uh, Mountain and the Quake started getting around in circulation, I mean, mm-hmm. it couldn't have been more than 18 months before you guys were fucking touring in Europe. <laughs> you know yeah, because that, that, that album, <laughs> that song came out in, it would have been exact, just a little over a year ago. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. So that came out, that came out probably last March. We released it in, you know, on our own, just individually. And that's the song that Blasco heard, and then he reached out to me, and then we were signed. And so, like, um, people say skyrocketed a lot, but you guys really have kind of skyrocketed, you know? Uh, I guess because I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I talk to you, like, I don't know what, you know, how long it's supposed to take or what the proper timeline is. I have yeah. no con- concept of that. You I know? think it just depends on what you do good. for it, man. And it sounds like, you know, you're the one pulling all the, all the strings here, man, trying to but, make all it, the moves, you know? But what's funny is like, you know, cause a lot of people ask me, well, how are you doing that? Well, I don't, I, I just, I just ask. Yeah. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not scared to be told. No, I'm not. I don't, I believe in what we're doing. And so like, if somebody else doesn't and they, and they, I've seen it happen, man. I've seen some really talented artists, really talented artists, have one person tell them they're that's not good, and they they just crumble, and they just get they they they, they crumble within themselves, you know. Yeah. And, and I, I see it. I've seen it a lot. And uh, you know, we're not we're not that way. I'm I'm the lucky one. I've got freaking badasses playing behind me as a, as a front man. I got badasses playing behind me, so. I believe that they're badasses, so I'm like, people need to see these guys. Absolutely. And I just, I, I just don't happen to be in the band, so it works out that way. It's amazing but, what you guys have. Uh, what, I know you've been together for longer than you know the past year or so, but in the past yeah, cause year. Yeah, because we couldn't do anything because of COVID, so yeah, right, we just got yeah, to sit yeah. around. Yeah. Which may have been an advantage for you, honestly. But uh, yeah. in the past year or so, dude, I've really been watching you guys, and everything you're doing is awesome, dude. And Thanks, it's, man. And it's like, uh, what's the next move for that? I know you got Ripple Ripple Fest 2 coming up. You want to talk yeah, about that a little bit? Really excited about that one. You uh, got like, I was listening to our last episode that we did, and you were telling me how 
uh you were talking about next year man i'm gonna have a bunch of nola bands coming through i'm gonna have all that louisiana shit and now here yeah. we are and you got crowbar, crowbar on the fucking building i'm like man and, and that was guy. The, and that was and that was the first domino that fell man because honestly like i wanted this one to be bigger but i didn't really know i don't i didn't really know how to do it because i'm still not really know what i'm doing you know and um i pushed hard for crowbar and when i got him that's what i go Oh shit! This is gonna be a real deal. Like this is gonna be this is gonna be cool. You know, like, I got crowbar, and uh, so then from there, I, I so I got because uh, I did it. You know, so I got my brother involved, and I was like, all right, man, I need help. You know, like I can't, dude. My 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 day job is I'm a high school teacher, man. So I can't afford <laughs> to have to throw you know a huge festival like this. So I was like, I need help just to just to help assume the risk because if I lose my ass, you know, I need I need to not be able i need to have you know some some buffer right so he he's helped me out he's really good with like we're trying to get sponsors and and trying to get investments so that we because we could potentially lose our ass but we're hoping to even if we do it's not so detrimental that it it doesn't mean the third one happens you know what i mean we just Mm -hmm. try to keep rolling in because you got to earn people's trust i feel like um and and for festivals like you you want it to be like look at psycho for example it's it's People buy tickets before they even know what the lineup is, you right. know, and that's kind of, that's where I want to get to. But um, yeah, so it just kind of it just kind of exploded because I got crowbar, and then you know that I start so I immediately like well, I get I hit some ripple bands, I get mothership, and you know some of the, some of the ripple bands that I had last year, and maybe a couple new ones uh, that I really enjoyed, and I was like, man, I've already gotten I was, I was like, oh shoot, I already got too many bands to have one day, so let's, let's go ahead and make it two days, <laughs> and then and then and then I get like uh, I got the sword and then i started getting and i got stoner and big business and, right. and of course i already had I already had the obsessed and then we we made good friends with uh spirit adrift i don't know how familiar you are with those guys yeah they're from but, uh here i believe yeah so they yeah they are but see they just moved to austin ah. uh, so so nate had just moved to austin in fact when we were recording our record um nate swung by the studio uh and it's just one of those freak things and he he jumps on one of our like uh we have a song called the wheel and he decided i was like hey man you want to rip a solo and he ripped a solo and uh so we became buds uh off of that and so then i got him and him on the fest i'm like man this is okay now we need to make it three days and then it just and then i had all these bands that i think people need to see you know like bands you know because you, you're in the scene but like rickshaw billy's burger patrol and, mm-hmm. and like bridge farmers like we talked about earlier and like eagle claw and a bunch of these austin bands and it just kind of kept growing and growing and growing. And now we've got 54 bands in four days. And it's going to be, it's going to be a party, man. It's going to be awesome. So that's, so that's the next thing on my docket. Of course, what's right the, now, what's the really date blessed. on that? That's going to be July 21st, to the 24th. Sick, man. That's amazing. And, it, and it's in Austin this year. Last year I did it in this area called the Bronfels outside of Austin. And it, and it did well, but I, I feel like I missed out on a lot of walk-ups, potential walk-ups. So people just go on, man, I'm going to go. So it was, I moved it to the far out lounge is a yeah. rad, rad venue. So oh I'm yeah. Be, I love the far out there. lounge. And yeah, it Dude, was nice. A cool spot. New Braunfels was awesome, man. But yeah, it was yeah. a little bit out of the way, but it was really still really cool, man. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was amazing to talk to people at Ripple Fest last year. A lot of people flew in, you know, for that fest. Yeah. It was so cool, man. And and I was like, well, I'm going to make it even easier for you. Far out lounge, not too far from the airport. Now, now you can, now you can fly in and go this year. So, so it's gonna it's gonna be cool, man. And as far as like what, how's the Queens doing next? I mean, if we're playing Ripple Fest, we're 
we're already talking about doing another fall run and we may had we may head out west again just because we had so much fun and we're gonna get in the studio uh we're, we've got, we've actually in europe uh a lot of people were want we didn't we didn't feel like anybody knew who we were we're just we're gonna go play and but people were like actually knew our record which blew my mind and i felt bad because we only played like a couple songs from it we were just trying out a bunch of new material uh because we're we were getting it ready and getting it sharp from because we we're about ready to go in the studio for for our second record and then uh yeah man oh and we, we we've been asked to play fuzz festival wow and which is a truck fighter festival in uh, sweden in december so we're doing that and we're about to probably put together a little run up through there um through norway and everything in sweden in, in december maybe probably we could probably do about two weeks i think we can do so we're gonna try to probably can't do any more than that but we're gonna do try to do a handful of shows and potentially even record a demo up there the guy who mixed and mastered our album is, is in stockholm sweden and he did like his name's carl daniel Leiden. he did like the greenleaf record and the lowrider record and dozer and domcraft and all these amazing records oh. and so we he, he mixed and mastered ours and so he, he's telling us we should go in and try to do like a three-song demo in his studio so i don't know how we're going to turn that down so uh so we'll probably be doing that so we're gonna stay pretty <laughs> we're gonna be pretty busy the rest of the year which would be good well bro i just want to tell you that in the past year you guys have really done a lot and i want anybody that's listening to this to go back and listen to our last episode together so they can see how far you guys have come and i yeah, appreciate man, I like I you for coming on the too. show brother and i'm gonna see yeah. you at ripple fest man Man, Zach, thanks so much, brother. I appreciate all that you're doing, and I can't wait. And I'm going to see you, Riffest, but then I'm also going to see you at Psycho Las Vegas. So I can't wait. Fuck yeah, brother. Well, hey, man, I want, I'm going to give you a call back here in a minute. I want to talk to you about something. You got it, brother. Much love. Love you, brother. Well, hey there, Tommy. What's with the long face? I don't know why I feel the way I do. I'm just not happy, Doc. Like, I don't feel right. Oh, I think you have anxiety, Tommy. You know, I know exactly what you need. I'm going to go ahead and write you a prescription for a record player and some sweet new records at Glory or Death Records. That'll get you back on your feet again. And right as rain in no time. Glory or Death has all the best bands. Moss Generator, Red Wizard, Love Gang, Red Witch Johnny. They'll get you feeling peachy keen again. They even have an insane double album tribute to Thin Lizzy featuring High on Fire, Mothership, Duel, Worshipper, and tons more. Wowee! Oh, that sure is keen. Side effects may include extreme giddiness, bloodshot eyes, random cravings, forgetfulness, bleeding of the ears, confusion, nausea, constipation, diarrhea, depression, anxiety, alcoholism, ulcers, or death.
Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Jam Space Podcast. I want to give a shout out to Ryan Garney for being on here and High Desert Queen. Uh, they've done a lot of good stuff, man. Much praise to all their success, man. I'm super proud of that. Um, I want to let you guys know that this Saturday, June 25th, it's going to be a Zach Cry show. We're opening up for Dirty Streets and El Perro, which has uh, one of the members from... Who the fuck is it? 
Radio Moscow. It's, it's not Portugal the man. It's Radio Moscow. It's not Portugal the man. He's from Radio Moscow. El Pe- El Pe- that, that, that's besides the fact, anyways. El Perro is badass, dude. And uh, we're going to close this show out with a song from El Perro right now. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Jam Space podcast. Thank you to Ryan from High Desert Queen, and we will see you guys next week. Let's go.